Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. As always, so glad you're here with me. Don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere in the middle. But here we are. You and me. I am glad. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. piping hot cup of French roast from Trader Joe's here with a little Don Francisco's hazelnut blended in perfectly. It's like I really discovered something special here, I feel. I'm going to jump right into the topic today. That I want to talk about. I want to talk about something that is on page 25 in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. And it's the last paragraph on that page. If you are as seriously alcoholic as we were, we believe there's no middle of the road solution. We were in a position where life was becoming impossible. And if we had passed into the region, from which there was no return through human aid. We had but two alternatives. One was to go on to the bitter end, blotting out the consciousness of our intolerable situation as best we could. And the other, to accept spiritual help. Read that again. And then talk about it. If you are as seriously alcoholic as we were, we believe there's no middle-of-the-road solution. We were in a position where life was becoming impossible. If we had passed into the region from which there is no return through human aid, we had but two alternatives. One was to go on to the bitter end, blotting out the consciousness of our intolerable situation as best we could. And two is to accept spiritual help. (laughs) 
if you were as seriously alcoholic as we were, there's no middle-of-the-road solution, they believe. But, maybe you're just a hard drinker. Maybe you're not in that position where you passed into the region from which there's no return through human aid. And then things like therapy and exercise and changing your environment might do the trick. A warning from the doctor. But if you're seriously alcoholic as we were, we believe there's no middle-of-the-road solution. And that was definitely me. I had gone past the point where human aid would bring me back. I was beyond human aid. I wanted to stop with everything in me. For years I wanted to stop. Remember, there was one time I went seven days. It was the longest I had gone in years, by far, seven days. And I was just off my rocker. I was just out of my mind. I was hanging by a thread. I was beat red. I was just... I remember exploding into that seven days somebody said somebody picked me up and brought me to their house and kind of you know babysat me because they knew me You can do it, but you're not going anywhere. You stay in this room. This is torture. By that time, all my teeth were loose. All of them. You can wiggle all of them back and forth a lot. They're all loose. All my teeth from drinking. I've never heard anybody share that. Maybe it's common, maybe it's not. I've never sought to find out, but my my teeth were all loose for a, a, a long time, if I remember correctly. They were loose. I was there. Somewhere there's a VHS, a brief VHS recording on a, on a tape of uh, me sometime in the last year of my drinking and, and you know explaining <laughs> you know going on some diatribe I don't know explain explaining stuff and I remember I looked at it I saw it when I was newly sober it was horrifying It was horrifying to look at. 
I never looked at it again. And I'm sure it's somewhere. But... I really wanted to stop drinking and warnings weren't doing it for me. Then I lost everything you could lose. Up to and including my beating heart, you know, I, I came back from the dead. I mean I was I was I flatlined, I was from alcohol poisoning. Lost my family. Um, shelter every job I ever had I mean I lost everything I was in a position where I had to accept spiritual help other choice was to pretend things weren't as they were as best I could and just go on but I reached a point where accepting spiritual help sounded better and I have to say that's a that's a rough spot to be in because accepting spiritual help is not easy it's not easy if you're sober it's not easy if you're sober for years often accepting spiritual help is pretty Intense stuff. When you read it on paper, you think, oh, that option's so easy, you know, go on to the better end or accept spiritual help. I'll take the spiritual help easy. I'll take any help I want, uh, any help I can get. But it's not easy. It's actually very, very, very intense and challenging. In my experience, for anyone to accept spiritual help initially. Unless you are absolutely deflated and beaten into a state of reasonableness, as the book says, into being open minded. You know, I'd meet somebody in AA that I didn't like. And my sponsor would have me offer him coffee and sit next to him. I'll say a lot of people are not willing to do that. In my experience, because I have suggested that to many sponsees throughout the years. And many are not willing to do that. And that is spiritual help. Doing that is accepting spiritual help. There's a guy I sponsored. <clears throat> I still sponsor him. He's sober about 11 years now, but he hated everybody. Everybody hated, 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 hated. Looked like a, he looked like a taxi driver. And he was very vocal about his hatred for everyone 
and um, he was homeless. He was living in his van outside of the meeting hall where there's three meetings a day. And I offered spiritual help to him, which was I suggested that he greet three times a day. He was there. He hated everyone. I told him the reason you hate everybody is because you don't know anybody. Go greet three times a day. And uh, he did it. Not only did he do it, he did it for two years. Three times a day. And I bring him up because I suggested that very thing to so many people. And nobody else did it. Well, people would do it a day or two here. And then there would they were, you know, they would start their bullshit about it. Well, I forgot, or I was outside, or you know, something they fade out. I don't chase people or make them do anything. But of everyone that I remember, the guy who did it is the only one who's sober, and that was hard for him to do. That is accepting spiritual help. You know? Having a problem with someone or something and being willing to write it down and do an inventory and find your part, that is accepting spiritual help. That's just such a tremendous aspect to all of this being willing to find my part being willing to honestly look at myself and honestly sincerely find where I am off the beam Being willing to do an inventory. Doing an inventory is accepting spiritual help. And, you know, I had a lot of commitments. I had commitments and all that. But the real accepting of spiritual help was this kind of stuff I'm talking about in my mind. That is hard. Admitting you're wrong. To me is accepting spiritual help. Do you know what I mean? I think you do. I should say when somebody suggests that I make amends or... find my part, do an inventory, that is accepting spiritual help, doing it. Accepting that. 
it's worth talking about because if you're a real alcoholic like me, that's your option. It's one of your options. One of two. And it's hard to do. I have to tell you. If you are rejecting of spiritual help, you're not alone. You're far from alone. The bulk of my experience in the fellowship is by far people rejecting spiritual help. To me, by far. Very few. We'll pick up those spiritual tools. Very few. So don't feel bad. If you do, it's not a crime. But for me, I had to accept spiritual help. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Put that on your radar, maybe. Is there any spiritual help that you are not accepting? Right now. Is there spiritual help you are rejecting? And what I mean by that is maybe you have a sponsor and you're ignoring their suggestions. Maybe you're new and there's this or that aspect of all this that you're going to flatly object. If you're a real alcoholic, it might not end well. Accepting spiritual help is tough because it's just a big cannon pointed right at my ego. All of it. All of it. So, I want to give a shout out to Happy Joyous and Three on the East and West Coast podcast, Greater Than Yourself, Summer Gratitudes podcast, Black Rhinos International Big Book Study. I want to say hello to Chelsea and my Canadian friends, and to all of you who listen. Thank you. Very grateful for you. I'm out of here. I'm going to go run. I haven't talked about my running in a long time, but I still run so fast. It's kind of scary. Now I have, uh, um, now I'm endorsed. I'm sponsored by, uh, somebody asked me, they're like, do you, who's your sponsor? And I was like, Nike is my sponsor. They have a new line of, uh, shapewear called Blur because that's how fast I run. So, you can't see me right now, but I'm all decked out in it. I look good. I'm not going to lie. I look, I look really good. But you won't see me too fast. But if 
you need to hear it, everything's okay. Everything's okay. And on that note, I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same. Good night.